Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You. A friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. So we're on, just to recap, we're on series two of our podcast. Yeah. Episode five. Yeah. And today we're talking Monica. Monica. So we're doing our character episodes uh-huh. and we uh, randomly chose who got what and Monica is your It was my episode. choice. Yeah. I mean, I didn't choose to pick Monica. No. Obviously. Just random. <laughs> no, no one would do that. <laughs> yeah. You've already covered how you didn't get the best ones. Boo-hoo. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want everyone to know. I'm annoyed. <laughs> yeah, but next time we swap. So. Yeah, but I've got a feeling. We keep talking about next time, next time. Probably for series three, we're going to come up with a new idea. Yeah, already have. And Yeah. <laughs> I won't get my turn. I can see it already happening. You'll get your turn. It's just that all the best ones will already be gone. Uh, Yeah, no, that's not true. We'll see, because we've got a randomizer episode next time, haven't we? we So we'll see what Mr. Randomizer throws up. You're hoping for more um, first series ones. Well, yeah, I just feel like we haven't got many of the early series yet. So, well, need a bit you more can pick them as your best episode. (laughs) Well, maybe I have. So do you want to give me your um, thoughts as to why you've chosen this episode or what other episodes you were thinking or what you were thinking with your Monica episode, basically? <laughs> what are you thinking in general? What are you thinking? Um, well, difficult. Well, I've already sort of said this, haven't I? Difficult yeah, several times. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is difficult with Monica because... She isn't really given the best storyline, no. is she? No, so you've ch- I've chosen the best friend for Monica. Yes. Um, which is the one where she's trying to find out the source of the switch oh, in the yeah. boys' apartment. Yeah. But you haven't chosen Monica as a best friend yet. No. Um, I did look at a few um, bits online yeah. where people have sort of said their best um, Monica episode. And right. that one did come up, the one you chose. Okay. Um, yeah, quite a few times. Yeah, so and that. That, yeah, that doesn't surprise me because it is funny. Yeah. And it's Monica on her own yeah. as well. Yeah, and Monica being funny as herself rather than, you know, just as playing off someone else. Yeah. Do you think she was affected by the fact the Chandler relationship? Do you think that it worsened once they were together? Or is I it think... you've always, always hated, not hated, hate's sort of a strong <laughs> word. You've <laughs> always um, not appreciated Monica. Um, yeah, I don't think... I think Chandler got worse. Or do I? I don't know, actually. I do, which you might come on to. Yeah, I don't necessarily buy into the whole that ruined them as characters. It just thing. worsened them. Because <laughs> I think... Well, we're, yeah, we might talk about it in this episode, but I think when Chandler's away from Monica, so the relationship is still there, but he's better when yes. he's with other friends. Mm, yeah, maybe I'd agree with that, yeah. Or that it's not just the two of them. Mm, true. Um, but just in general, I just find the competitiveness of Monica quite irritating. Right. And I guess that's one of her main traits. Yeah. And one of her... What a lot of storylines revolve around that. Yeah. So, I guess it is hard for me. But should I tell you what I picked? Um. Yes. You want to say any other episodes you thought of, or any best Monica bits, or just um... go straight? In? You, this is literally it, is it? This is one episode. <laughs> yeah. I was. I no was sort of scraping the barrel a bit. Oh dear. Well, I wonder what I'm going to pick for mine next time because I've my best. I've already. We've already done my best yeah. Monica one. But that's for next series. What did you pick? I picked 
The one with the routine. Would you like me to give you a description of oh, the yes, one with please. the routine? I've already forgotten. Janine invites Joey, Monica and Ross to a TV taping. Phoebe and Rachel want an early glimpse of their Christmas gifts. So we know it's set in Christmas. Yes, that's true. So this is our first seasonal one we've done because there's a lot of Thanksgiving episodes, a lot of Christmas yeah. ones, but we haven't touched on one of those. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think it's hugely Christmassy. No. Um, there are little bits of Christmas and New Year sprinkled in. Yeah. But yeah, as you say, not overtly no festive not as like other sort of christmas ones i suppose they do thanksgiving ones more than they do christmas yeah ones. which i guess is a u.s thing isn't it although i can think of a really good christmas one so maybe when we get near christmas oh, we'll do our favorite christmas episode that'd be good yeah so we can cross this one off that list do you want to say now why you picked this one or do you want to go straight into it i think let's go straight into let's it let's go straight into it unravel as we go should we start at the beginning, where you normally like to start. Thank you. <laughs> I'm learning. You are. <laughs> Slowly. Uh, so the start scene sets us straight away in Christmas. Yes. Because they're decorating Monica's Christmas tree. Christmas tree. All the friends are there, apart from someone comes in. Ross. Ross comes in. Did are Ross they come all in? the rest of them there? Yeah, I think everyone's there. Is Joey there? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think everyone's there. And then Ross comes in and says... Uh, Monica's letting other people help her decorate the tree. Yes. So he's quite surprised by this. Yeah. He says something like, oh, has someone got a drunk again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see them, the friends decorating the tree and it looks pretty hideous. As a professional um, <laughs> Christmas tree uh, decorator, is, yeah. that what your, is that your title? That's on the CV. Um, what were your thoughts on the Friends' um, version of the Christmas tree? Well, you know, obviously, what it made me think of. The fact that we weren't allowed to decorate the Christmas tree when we were younger? Well, yeah, but no, I think you sort of remembered that incorrectly. <laughs> we were allowed to decorate yes. it, but we got judged on it, and uh, <laughs> things that we'd put on suddenly disappeared or were rearranged. Yeah, I think our mum did more, like, yeah, a bit of a moniker. Yeah. We were allowed to do it, but I think after we'd sort of finished, things would sort of get toned down a bit. Yeah, so it, by doing a moniker, we see in this episode, so the friends do it, and yeah. Ross thinks it's weird, and then Chandler goes, oh, it doesn't really feel like Christmas when they step back and look at the friends' <laughs> work, and then Monica turns the tree around to reveal her beautifully decorated, decorated. tree. Um, so she's allowed them to have their fun. And then the worst side is then shown to the outside well, world. Well, yeah, I was just about to say that. Actually, I wonder whether maybe she just redid it afterwards. Yeah, probably. Because... I suppose they are quite high up, so people it would be hard for people to see. Ugly naked guy, when is he still yeah. alive? Can't remember when he's died. No, I can't remember either. I think he might be dead by this point. But maybe he's too far. It's flat over the yeah. road. It's too far away. You're probably see. more um, interested in what your guests see than yeah, I suppose strangers. So, but, oh, they're not really having many guests apart from each other. <laughs> no, true. Not we ever see. The occasional. Um, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend. Oh yeah, true. What I liked about the friends' attempt, though, yeah, was all that sort of tinselly string stuff, uh, silvery tinselly string stuff, which I used was to love that stuff. Yeah, we were right. 
keen on that. Yeah, I mean, when you look back, you think that must have looked hideous because you really just <laughs> threw it at the tree. And so there's clumps of just sort of stringy stuff, yeah. gold stringy stuff. And like, yeah, as you say, big clumps of it and then none yeah. and another big clump. And also, I wonder how we managed to keep that stuff year to year because you must lose so much of it yeah and a lot of it yeah i do remember sort of picking it off the tree was a bit of a pain yeah but then you sort of think isn't it's not really any wonder that mom sort of pulled it apart again yeah that was quite ugly <laughs> yeah and she always did the lights um oh, which yeah. is the tricky part we weren't allowed to do that um and then we had a very favorite decoration of ours a sort of really hideous plastic deer with yeah. a scarf around it really nice and um every time we put it on she'd take it off so now our job is every year to try and hide it somewhere she hasn't noticed so by come christmas we go ha it's still here it's here you never saw she does let us keep it on keep it on there though now does she she's yeah. given up oh no we yeah. finally beat her down well because it's a joke now that we <laughs> managed to hide it and so it's even worse now because his nose is all squashed in. Yeah. And then I went through a phase where I had like South Park and we had like, I had a, like a cut out oh, yeah. South Park Kenny Angel for the, top of, for the, the top of the tree. That was allowed for a few years. Yeah, I was surprised about that really. <laughs> yeah. Cause that was quite ugly as well. Yeah. Just had no visitors in that era. No. <laughs> And I don't think Mum liked South Park, did she? I can't imagine. Yeah, she did. did she? Yeah, Mum and Dad used to watch it with me. They loved it. Mum liked South Park. Yeah, they still oh, quote it now. Can't really Drug, drugs that. are bad and key. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she did acknowledge it was quite rude, but yeah, normally a bag. <laughs> but I think because it's a cartoon, you sort of uh, forgive it. it. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, so as a professional tree, de- so uh, let's just say yeah. that um, once you're a bit older and mm. became a visual merchandiser, yes, field stylist, whatever you are now, <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one knows either. Um, that you um, do decorate people's Christmas trees. Yeah, yeah, have done. Yeah, and so you decorate our one at home. So yeah. now, not only am I pushed out by mum, I'm also pushed out by you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think you've made that up. No, I say that as a joke because actually <laughs> you, you do let me have a go. You just sort of get bored after about five minutes. Yeah, well, it is quite boring. But um, <laughs> mum always like asks you to do it. No consideration as to me and where I'm going to put my plastic deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the pride of place. Yeah, I don't like doing the lights bit. It's let you do all that bit. Yeah. That's really boring. Yeah. And I am quite fussy about that. Yeah. And because Chan- doesn't Chandler say something about what happened to big lights? Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say that to you. Because that's how they sort of start off this the episode. Um, he says something about, oh, what's with these little lights nowadays? It used to be big lights. Yeah. And we said, was it last episode? We talked about how um, the one where they sort of in the first, um, line was about Ross's monkey. Oh yeah. And we sort of said, oh yeah, they sort of do these like first lines that are not really relevant to anything. Yeah, just to get you into it. You in, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was another one of those. It was very much, and then they say, oh okay, granddad. Yeah, that's the Rachel replies. It's it? yeah, always some kind of observation. Yeah. To start off with. Um, A little light joke. Yeah, but I do, what was what were big light? How what does he I mean by big lights? What he means like um. 
I don't know, actually. Because we had those coloured lights. Yeah, they were ugly. They were really ugly. They had sort of tin, sort of tin foil esque <laughs> yeah. backing to them to kind yeah. of reflect more of the colour. Yeah. Um, and now it's just small white lights. Small white lights. Maybe that's more what he means. Hmm. I guess maybe they have got smaller as yeah. technology sort of allowed them to be. Yeah. Or just fashion. Yeah, maybe. What did you think of Monica's Christmas tree? Monica's decorated um, side. Very nice. Very classy. Oh, really? Quite traditional. I mean, not what I'd go for. Right. Personally. Very busy. Um. Yeah, I suppose so. Um. That's it sort of made me think of an American tree. Yeah, I suppose it sort so. sort of had that sort of, you know, sort of... Um, Candy canes? Candy canes, yes. An embroidered joy. Yeah. Oh, those, yes. Um, sort of material letters. Yeah. Spelling out joy. Yeah. It sort of, yeah, felt quite that sort of red and traditional, wholesome American tree <laughs> is how I viewed it. Excellent. Um, do you think Macy's have, like, really expensive Christmas decks like Selfridges does? Oh, I suppose so. Well, These the thing days, is particularly, to I go think. and collect a... Selfridges, yeah, really expensive tree decoration, and it starts selling at um, August. Oh yeah, that will be happening soon. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah, yeah, beginning of August. I think they do it now. Insane. <laughs> I mean, I like Christmas, but come on. You have to prepare for Christmas in July, yeah. so you must be used to it. Well, I know, but you get um too excited too early, mm. and then by the time Christmas comes around, you're bored of it. Can't be bothered with this. <laughs> Just another day. Move on. <laughs> so this um, episode is kind of split up into just two storylines, really, isn't it? So, yeah. Uh, Monica and Ross and Joey mm-hmm. are in one storyline. We'll come on to them later because it's Monica's episode. Yeah. Um, but then we've got a Chandler, Rachel and Phoebe storyline. Mm-hmm. And their storyline is they're trying to find uh, Monica's presence. Yes. And it's obviously, they mention it's something they do every year. Yeah. And... So Rachel and Phoebe do it every year. Yeah, sorry, yeah. And so they go into Monica and Chandler's apartment mm. now. And uh, Chandler sat on the couch. Yeah. I like that bit where they come in and sort of Rachel says, oh, I'll look in the kitchen, you take the lounge. Yeah. And Chandler says, I'll stop you ladies, I'm right here. That's one of my best lines. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> I can save you time, ladies. I'm right here. That's really good. I like that. Um, so I really like this storyline. Yeah, me too. Um, I like the combination of the three of them. I knew you were going to say that because I, yeah, I feel the same. They're yeah. really good together. They are. That's what I was saying about earlier about Chandler, and I think um, just slightly away from Monica, and I think we talked about it before. This kind of different dynamics work well, and I quite mm. like Chandler with Phoebe and Rachel. Yeah, I think the. I was trying to work out why I like it so much. And I think the sarcastic Chandler works really well with these two because they give back. That's true, yeah. And I think where Monica doesn't really do it, and I guess Ross and Joey maybe do, but not really in the same way. No, and it also then it becomes a bit laddie. Yeah. Like they have to have sort of laddie jokes mm. then. Whereas actually Phoebe and... Rachel are very good at having a comeback. Yeah. And they're very good at delivering a comeback. Extreme and also extremely good in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some really good lines in this storyline. Yeah, so they um 
they start looking around, don't they, for the presents? Yeah. And they eventually encourage Chana to help them look. And they sort of say, you know, oh, he's sort of just putting it off and saying, you know, I don't want to know. You know, I want it to be a surprise. Yeah. I've got a really good idea for Monica's present. And they're like, yeah, but what if she gets you, like, like loads of good presents? Yeah, and lots of little, a big one, lots of little ones. And they sort of say, you know, oh, good idea. That's, like, not enough. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to have all these different presents. So they eventually encourage him to to join them looking, don't they? Yeah. And I like that bit where they, they think they found something underneath the couch. Yeah. And it's in a Macy's bag. And they're like, oh, what's in it? What's in it? And <laughs> Rachel pulls out like an old shoe, like an old sneaker yeah. with a tag on it. And um, Phoebe says, oh, who's it for? Yeah. <laughs> like really excited. You know, yeah. it's clearly yeah. an old dirty sneaker. Yeah. Because uh, Phoebe pulls it out from under the couch. Yeah. And she goes, oh, we've got a live one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got a live one. Yeah. Oh, who's it for? <laughs> oh, just how excited she is. I know, is. yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the idea is that then that um shoe's got a tag on it saying um i can't believe you'd fall for it so easily or something yes yeah and chandler i knew they'd break you yeah so it's quite nice from uh, monica yeah sort she of. knows she knows she knows chandler well enough she knows the girls so that's quite nice yeah and just so many good lines i mean i don't want to sort of ruin all my best bits because all my best bits are sort of from these this thing but um uh, when they're looking for them, Phoebe says, we could just follow your clever jokes. Oh, yeah. Chandler's like sort of that. joking yeah. about it. And uh, then they, so they do find them in the end, don't they? Yes, yeah. Well, before they do that, they think they found them, don't they? But it's actually Chandler's place. Oh, that's right, yeah. So Chandler goes out and looks somewhere else. Yeah, I think and... he's looking out in, in their, um, the guy's apartment. Yeah. So he's left the two girls alone having a look. Yeah. And they come across, what they think is Monica's present, yeah, but is actually Chana's present. So he them. comes in and they've got them on the table, all open, yeah, and saying, "Oh, we found them," but actually, yeah, he goes, "Oh, they're my gifts." <laughs> well, they say, um, Phoebe says, "Oh, we find them. Don't be excited. They're crap." Yeah, <laughs> and then he says, "Oh, they're actually my gifts." Yeah, and then Phoebe's like. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. We like them. Like and then, straight away. And then they've got, um, so one of the presents is like an A, like a metal A and a metal Z. Yes. Uh, Z. And um, and is it Rachel says, what, what are these? Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Chandler's like, oh, they're bookends. Mm. It's a really nice gift, bookends. <laughs> And was it Phoebe goes, thank you for my ass. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for my ass. <laughs> That's the way she said that. Ass. Thank you for my ass. So after that, um, they're still kind of searching, kind of almost giving up. Yeah. And then Rachel is sat on their kind of windowsill, count, what mm. do they call it? Window boxes. Yeah, window box. Yeah. And sort of realises that what she's sitting on is actually hollow mm. and hadn't realised. And that's where the presents are. So when they unveil them, Phoebe goes, oh, don't look directly at them. I know, I love that bit. And then she realises that's actually what they're trying to do. (laughs) She all gets really excited. But my favourite line, and maybe I've, yeah, I really have just wasted all my best bits here. But um, my favourite line, probably of the episode, is Chandler's saying, no, we can't open these. You know, Monica's spent all this time and effort on Mm. them. It'd be really unfair and all that sort of thing. And Rachel goes, whatever, Linus. (laughs) I'm opening them. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Um, that's a bit of a reference I don't get. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't... You do get it. Do I? Yeah. I've forgotten. Yeah. Most likely. A a cartoon. Very famous American cartoon. A lion? No, maybe you didn't watch it as much as me, but um, you definitely have seen it. Charlie Brown. Oh, right. Yes. Linus was the one with the blanket, wasn't he? It's a bit of a whinger. Oh, I see. Yeah, I did. I don't think I would ever put that together, though. Uh, references I don't get. Yeah. References you don't get. References I didn't think I got. <laughs> but now you get. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> I don't also don't want to use up my former best lines in this. Okay. But I'm just going to do, do. just do it. I have my favorite bit in it is before they've managed to find the presents. Phoebe comes in with a duck. And she oh, says, yeah. oh, he can help us look, you know, sort of, he can track down the presents. Yeah. It's like a sniffer duck or something. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, the duck's sort of waddling around, like, Chandler's already put scorn on this. Yeah. Or he says something about um, if the presents were flying down south for winter or something like yeah. that. And then he, the duck sort of waddles up, um, across to, like, the bin and he says, well, the duck seems to think um, Monica's got me garbage. Hmm, I wonder what's as good as garbage. <laughs> and then Phoebe replies, hmm, how about my ass? <laughs> yeah. That's a good line. That's good. But it's that sort of thing, as you say, like the back and forth yeah. between them. I think it's really good. And how they uh, sort of break Chandler. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, undercut all his jokes and everything. It's almost like Phoebe and Rachel in the one with Unagi, which we looked at last oh, time. Oh, yeah. Like kind of teaming up of really good sort of mm. sarcasm that undercut Ross, and this time it's just undercutting Chandler. Yeah, that is true. Um, and I think they're really good at that. So, yeah, the Rachel-Phoebe dynamic is quite a good one, yeah. but maybe with a third person. I do like them together. Mm. Yeah, which is a shame when this is a Monica episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Monica who? <laughs> And then the resolution of that storyline is when they found them and they open up the presents mm. and they're sat in, stupidly sat in Monica and Chandler's just with the presents in yeah. front of them. Well, they haven't, they didn't actually open them, did they? So they find them, they take them out and then Chandler has to oh, that's right. and he says, oh no, I don't think we should open them. And he says, oh, I want to see Monica's face when she opens my present and I'm sure she'd want to do the same for me. That's right. about the surprise. Yeah. And as he's saying this, Monica comes in, but thinks yeah. in the present. So he sees that they found them, yeah. says, I can't believe that you'd let them do that, Chandler. Yeah. And then says, I can't remember how she sets it up, but says what she's got Chandler, yes. which is a water purifier. Yeah. And uh, then Chandler pulls a sort of funny face. And he says, oh, you got me a water purifier, which, <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That is a face you would pull. Yeah. As a Christmas gift from oh. your loved one. Send that back. <laughs> Send that back to Amazon. <laughs> Personal note. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then Rachel and Phoebe want to see the look on Chandler's face. Yeah, but, they uh, say, oh, yeah, that's the look. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of screwed up. Disbelieving pri- yeah, face. And also Chandler does, I think we talked about Chandler's noises last time, the sort of funny noises oh, he makes. Oh, did, yeah. But also in sort of relation the kind of moves he makes. So he does, in this episode, kind of does a, well, because the idea is that he says, you don't look for these presents like in when oh, yes. we used to live in the old apartment, did you? Like, yeah. 
he's obviously got a hidden porn stash, uh-huh. stash and is worried the girls had found it. And they sort of, the girls laugh. Clearly they have found yeah. it and sort of go, oh no, we definitely didn't look there. <laughs> and then he does this kind of sort of clicking yes. and sort of moving his hat arms while sort of clicking as if like, oh, get rid of that memory. Yeah, as if he's trying to force that memory out, which I think I've seen him do before. Yeah, and he does it twice in this episode because yeah. then the, later on they say, oh, it's really nice even though you've moved apartments. Because his excuses are storing it for Joey. Yes, that's right. And they're like, oh, it's really nice even though you've moved apartments, you still store that stuff for Joey. Yeah. And then he does it again <laughs> kind of memory erase type thing yeah i feel like we sort of feel like he does that quite a lot of different moves yeah yeah he does um we talked i think we talked about his dance before where he does that kind of dance where his like arms are quite close to his body yeah we looked up what it was called i can't remember what it was called now cabbage patch oh yeah that's it oh See? someone's got a good memory <laughs> i remember everything you say someone remembers linus and cabbage patch <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. He does that quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like physical humor, like David Schwimmer's so good at. Yeah. I don't think it's that. But I guess it's it, it is Chandler, isn't it? Because it's yeah. awkward and. I was gonna say I don't think it's because Matthew Perry's not good at physical no. humor. I just mean like yeah, just not as good. Just not as funny the yeah. sort of stuff they give him. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, it's kind of more awkward charm the moves, isn't it? So if you were a friend and someone had given you the as yeah. or the water purifier. Yeah. Which would you be most happy with? Well, obviously the as. That's quite a nice <laughs> gift. Oh, you're with Chandler. Oh yeah. Me and Chandler. I'm a librarian, of course. Uh, a yeah. book. <laughs> I mean that is like classic. <laughs> I love that. He's like bought myself a really nice, um, what are they call bookend. Yeah. Um, with um, fin, as in the French for end, on it. Oh, nice. I like a nice bookend. Hmm. I think they are nice. Those sort of silvery AZ though did look very nineties, didn't they? Yeah. The sort of thing you'd see in Balagan. Balagan. I Balagan mean, gets a lot of I mentions know. here. We should be really be paid by that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's leading up to the millennium, isn't it? So, But uh, when did it air? Yes. Presumably, same time. Yeah, I think it was just before, like, yeah, December. So like we're just 90s. in the 90s. Yeah. So we can still do a 90s klaxon. We can. It's a bit weak for bookends, though, isn't it? Just a sort of metallic. Uh, but don't you think the look of them... Mm, I'm not going to give that... I'm not going to... I'm not going to give that a 90s klaxon. Unbelievable. Why are you them? <laughs> Arbiter. Arbiter, that's the word. <laughs> Of a 90s claxon. Well, I think it's something we both have to agree on, so mm, if there's fine. something you didn't agree on. But I'm just thinking, you wouldn't really find that now. If you found them, they would be white, I think. Right. It's just that silver clunkiness. Yeah, the clunkiness. Okay. They're not very scandalous. I did have they? a frame in that sort of silver clunky stuff, mm. so okay, I'll give you a 90s claxon. Yeah. <laughs> I to work hard for that. Um, well, what would you want? The water purifier? Yeah, probably. More practical. <laughs> Actually, that is probably quite good for London, isn't it? Yeah. But did we have Drinking one once? water. Yeah, but you have to keep changing the um, filter. And we got bored of that. <laughs> yeah. It's quite expensive. <laughs> yeah. Pointless. Yeah. Also, I don't, I don't think it makes that much difference. Well, you don't know, do you? Because you're not looking at the water under a magnifying glass. I, don't I, think I do. Every, oh, every glass I have, oh, yeah. right then. You would know. <laughs> yeah. Um, really taste-wise, I'm talking about. Yeah, though. but it's not. I don't think it is really about the taste, is it? Oh, I think it is for most people. Oh, I thought it was that all the 
crap they put into it. Huh. What? No. What? <laughs> I don't know enough about water purification. <laughs> no, I don't really either. I do know that it's not true that water has gone through six people in London. I knew that as well. I That's think, a false fact. Yeah. Is that because I told you? No. I started that quite a lot. Um, I've heard that quite a bit now. That's really almost like... become as famous as the fact itself that oh, it's not the it's not right. true. Right, it doesn't go through anyone at all. No. Although they were um, putting it out as an idea, this was a few years ago. Yeah. And it came back that loads of people already thought it was happening. So. Yeah. There was sort of thought, well, no point, just go for it then. Yeah. No loss. If people already think it's happening. Yeah. Why not do it? Why not? Yeah. So why haven't they done it then? Don't know. You have to ask them. Okay. Next interview. <laughs> but we want to kind of save the Monica storyline a little bit because mm-hmm. that's the topic of this episode. So should we dive into fashion now? Yeah, why not? Um, lilac jumper, Ross? Yes. First, first, no. Second scene, is it? When they're in the coffee house? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when they're in the coffee house. Um, thoughts? Does it, can he pull off lilac? It didn't offend me that much. I've seen him wear worse mm. stuff. And also in that scene, he was very much overshadowed by um, Joey's jumper. Well, I've mentioned this several times before. Yeah. The fact that they put Joey in some really hideous things. Yeah. It's usually a brown jacket. This time, it's a brown jumper. Brown jumper. Even worse than the jackets. And a very unusual kind of brown, like a camely, dirty brown. And an unusual fabric as well, because it's yeah. like a towel. Yeah, that sort of, um, yeah. Because it had kind of lines in it, like a towel has, and kind of sort of... Almost fluffy. Yeah, the sort of thing you'd make a cheap scarf out of. Yeah. That kind of, not velour, but um, yeah, sort of toweling-y. Well, it of... did remind me of an old towel we used to have mm. at home. That kind of brown, horrible yeah. towel. Um, yeah, why do they put them in such hideous things? I don't know. Also, it's a roll neck? Yeah, he, he wears a lot of roll neck. What's the difference between a roll neck, a polar neck and a turtle neck, please? Oh, now you're asking. Oh, I probably should know that. So, there can't be much... I mean, what differentiation can you have? I don't know. Is roll neck, I imagine, looser? Is turtleneck flat? I think turtleneck's that flat without, without the it going over. Over, yeah. I think a um, polo neck... Is one fold over? Yes. And I roll just so. sort of kind of rolled up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think we just made all that. Up. Yeah, but it sounds it sounded sensible, and we said it confidently. So yeah, I'll scrap that bit of our making up. That's Probab- right. Probably true. It's now a fact. We can now cite that in Wikipedia as a source. Oh yeah. As to what the differences are. That's how it works. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, horrible. And also, he came in with a leather jacket on top of that, so oh. he's still rocking the leather jacket. I know. Was he the one who was wearing the, it was really, really, I can't remember if it's him or Ross, but really baggy, maybe it was Joey, like really loose, giant black leather jacket. Um, it looked like it was for a man three it times. 
Must have been in the early scenes because then they're in their sort of party wear in the later scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I think I know. I think it's when they... It is, Jerry. It's when they come back from... Him and Janine come back from the party. Oh, right. And go into his apartment. And I think he's wearing it then. And it's just massive. Oh. See, this is what I mean. They put him in these really loose-fitting things. I suppose he's got quite a chunky frame, so maybe... But I, I don't mind a loose setting something, but it just looks the wrong size. Oh, right. It goes beyond loose fitting and just... Was that the fashion of the day? Uh, I suppose so, maybe. Who can remember? Um, Monica and Phoebe had a choker. Yeah, is nice. That, is that still a 90s reference? 90s klaxon? <laughs> I guess so. I would say that was more early 2000s, but I guess we're getting there, aren't we? And also, I think we've had it before. We have. I liked... Phoebe often likes to do this where she wears a dress and then a cardigan in pretty much the same colour. Yeah. And this time it's a pink, a right, a sort of um, cerise pink. Ah, cerise. Mm, nice. Very bright. Yeah, I thought it was quite a bright outfit, wasn't it? Talking of pink. Yeah. Jeanine's scarf. Talking of pink. Um, if only I could think of a pink song really quickly. <laughs> um, talking of pink. Trouble. Uh, trouble. What was the first one she had? The first famous one. Trouble. (laughs) That's it. Don't let me get get me. 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 Talking of pink, don't let me get me. Imagine you've heard that line. (laughs) Yes, talking of pink. Um, Janine Scarf. Um, in the second scene in the coffee house. Yeah. Neon. Did you not notice it? Not really. Oh, so bright. Try to avoid Janine. Try and switch off when she's on. Rude. <laughs> we'll come on to her as yeah, a sub-character. We will. You know you're saying, well, we were saying the other week about Red being distracted. Yeah. That's even more distracting. Oh, right. Well, not for you. No, clearly, I, but... I didn't get distracted by it. Mm. I just talked about the party scene briefly. Yeah. In terms of fashion. Yeah. A lot of tight sort of trousers. Yeah. That must be the look of the day. Yeah, not many dresses on the ladies. No, very tight trousers. Tight top. And tight top, yeah. Mm. Probably showing a midriff. Yeah. Sort of. And Joey gets put by the director with uh, another girl other than Janine. Yeah. Dances all crazy around him. A very striking outfit. Yeah. Very tight green trousers. Green. Sparkly green top. Yeah. Sort of um, green giant, jolly green giant look. <laughs> sure, that was what she was going for. Actually, no, the jolly green giant is giant is green himself, isn't he? Yeah, he is green all over. And then sort of a black loincloth. Uh, I think that's green as well, because I think it's made out of leaves. Oh, right. Mm. Mm. But yeah, just made me think of the jolly green giant, because it's so green. Yeah, it was some... Um... I suppose they get you on TV, though. Yeah. If you're hoping to be seen. If you're in the background. You certainly get a flash of that green. Yeah. That's maybe a good good idea by her. Yeah. Dancing girl. Yeah. Dancing girl. <laughs> As she's known. Yeah. So shall we move on to talk about um, the New Year's party, as we've mentioned it? This starts off in the coffee house. Yep. And this is the yeah, second scene. And they're all. I think they're all there, aren't they? Although, no, Phoebe's not there, I don't think. I can't remember. All but Phoebe. And uh, sort of talking out. It starts off by Ross talking about sort of boring the 
the rest of them. Yeah. And talking about Christmas trees. And he starts off by talking about a dreidel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it just made me think, because yeah. he doesn't really talk about faith very much. No. Or but seems obsessed with sort of Hanukkah. Yeah. What about Hanukkah? Yeah, that's only really when you remember that they're yeah. Jewish, got a Jewish heritage. Is yeah around that time. Yeah, never really talk about any other other festivals. Yeah, just really seem to be <laughs> yeah. on Hanukkah. I guess that, yeah, when they get to Christmas, that's yeah, when they always so. have a kind of a festive episode. Oh, we'll throw Hanukkah. How <laughs> that in as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's quite a funny bit though, because it's that kind of thing of Ross is boring everyone yeah. again. And he talks about Dreidel, and then he talks about yeah the Christmas tree and the history of the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a nice bit because he says something about it happening. The Egyptians started off in it four thousand years ago. Yeah. And Rachel says about the time this story started. <laughs> yeah. Another good quip by Rachel. Yeah. I like that sort of joke. That's my kind of joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. And then Janine comes in. Janine. Janine. So Janine, played by Elle McPherson. Mm-hmm. Can't remember how she comes into it. She just is a flat flatmate of Joey. Like, yeah, she he, leaves him with Joey. He chooses her because she's hot. Presumably. Sort of thing that happens. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so Joey's got a massive crush on. Oh, that's right. Joey and Ross had a massive crush yes, on her. Yeah. And they're sort of competing for her. Uh-huh. She wasn't really interested in either of them then. No. Now, have I made this up? But was she gay or bisexual? Um. Or am I just getting that confused? Because we obviously had Molly. the na- nanny, Molly. Uh, I thought I don't remember. there was something where he was a bit crushed because he, he, she had a girlfriend. Hmm. Maybe I've that sounds that like my Molly. Oh, maybe. I don't really remember how it ends, but... um. No, because not to skip ahead, but skipping ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, they sort of kiss at the end. Yeah. Um, Joey and Janine. Yeah. But what happens after that? Are they together? Yeah, so they're together. Do you remember the episode where they're together and they um she doesn't like Monica and Chandler? Oh and they right. double date yes. and Joey in the end says, Look, I, you know, they're my best friends, I can't I Oh, can't. I'd forgotten that. So I was trying to remember what happened and trying to think, well how did that sort of end and yeah. how did she suddenly not become his flatmate how did they phase her out yeah because Monica and Chandler quite rightly finds her quite annoying yeah uh, also maybe yeah, I think I'm kind of swayed uh, in my thoughts about Janine from that episode of Monica and Chandler because yeah. I find her so irritating that episode and she's really mean yeah it's just that kind of and also that sort of thing where she's not that into Joey in this episode and then like yeah, decides to kiss him. I don't know. It just felt all a bit fake and mm. icky, and I just didn't like her as a sub character. No, not one of the best. I mean, good casting, as in good they got her. Yeah, quite a draw. Yeah. But, um, Did she do acting, or is this? I don't. I don't know of any other acting she's done. No. But that doesn't mean she hasn't. I mean, is she a good actor in this? I think she is. I think she is because I think she's irritating. Um, but then, that's what you want. I guess it's that kind of accent as well. It sort of sounds really sort of flat and irritating. That sounds bad, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should say that's voice. Just, that's just <laughs> but I don't think that helps. No. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I didn't notice 
her being bad. So I guess that means she was quite good. Mm. Yeah, I think I think if it's like Janine. Also, I don't like the way that it's Janice and Janine because it's too close together. And right, I keep yeah. thinking in my head, I'm going to say Janine when it's Janice. Um, Janice when it's Janine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you literally just did it. <laughs> a live action example <laughs> right so Janice Chana Janice Janine Janine so Janine um I forgot what I was gonna say now <laughs> something about Janice and Janine uh what was I saying Janine both annoying um yeah both annoying I can't remember right um but also I find Janine more annoying than Elizabeth as a sub-character. Oh, really? I think I prefer Elizabeth to Janine. Hmm. I suppose Elizabeth is quite inoffensive. Mm. I just think, yeah, Janine's quite mean. Yeah, I think, as you say, that episode with her and Monica and Chandler, yeah. she's so mean and horrible in it, and just not a very nice person. Yeah. I guess that does cloud your judgement on her. Yeah, and I just think, like, she's one of those cute people that um, when you talk to them, they're kind of looking over your shoulder for something someone better to talk to I suppose so yeah like like yeah yeah, maybe she's never that nice to Joey is she no she never seems that interested in him when he's pursuing her originally no so maybe it's the thing of like oh he's here he'll do yeah kind of thing yeah which isn't very nice is it not very nice but yeah it's a funny bit when you know you mentioned about um Joey and Ross like fighting for affections yeah and before she comes in, I think Jerry mentions her. And Ross says, oh, Janine, like, I'm so over Janine. Yeah. And then Janine comes in and he's like, hi, Janine. <laughs> yeah, because Ross has lost. Um, yes, Effectively. Right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he... Uh... Pretends. <laughs> he's not into her anymore. So Janine comes into the coffee house mm-hmm. and says, oh, I've got a, a part. Because she's a dancer, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's a dancer. So sort of got a well, not a part, but like a come along to this, yeah. um, which is, I can't remember what she calls it, but she gets the name wrong, but it's Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Great name. Great name. So in a way, that's a reference I don't get because um, we don't know the American version. No. But we can understand yes. what so it is. Presumably that's not a real... It is a real thing, oh, yeah. Oh, it's a real thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. I didn't know whether it was... Um... Like they had something similar, but they yeah. just done it. No, it's a real thing. Name. And apparently, I think for the millennium, they didn't actually do that party thing that they normally do. Yeah. So this is fake. Like, so this didn't actually happen. Right, I see. You mean they didn't do it at all or they did it live? No, they didn't do the party. So every year they do the party. Right, yeah. As in the Friends episode. Yes, so Friends yeah. base an episode on that. Yeah. For the millennium, they didn't actually do the party. They just didn't do it? No, they had something else because it was the millennium. Oh, right, I But see. then I think Dick Clark still did the countdown, but it just wasn't that the usual party they have. Right, yeah. Because uh, Ross has to explain to the guys, like, oh, they filmed the party beforehand, but then Dick Clark does a thing in real time. Yeah. Yeah, so what it reminded me of, because mm. it almost, I got the reference because we have uh, Jules Holland, Hootenanny. Hootenanny. Um, uh, which is something they film like ages, well, <laughs> beforehand. 
And you know that because they've got all these amazing stars at New Year's Eve. Yeah. And you go, oh, why don't they want to sort of be with their families and stuff? It's like, oh, because we filmed this, like, even the yeah. countdown is filmed. Yeah, I know, they do the whole thing. The whole yeah. thing. I don't know how long before, a week or so before. Oh, what do you think? I would think it would be, like, In October. July. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a week before is, like, Christmas time, isn't it? So it probably is like November. Or something, yeah. Isn't it? Well, I think maybe early December because yeah, they have sort of a lot of like ma- major stars, and you know some of the older people might not make it to New Year, and then you've oh, done a whole thing. Yes, that's true. <laughs> That'd be awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. You'd have to edit or, them out. Oh, you'd have Rolf Harris in the audience. <laughs> oh no! Don't bring that up. <laughs> oh no! I have to edit all that bit out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, although it was a reference I didn't get, as in the actual reference, it was something you can understand. Yes. And appreciate. Yeah, I just imagined it was a fake. It had something similar, but it was fake. I hadn't realised it was a. Yeah. He's a real person. An actual thing. Because that's such a fake name, Dick Cheney. No. Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Dick Cheney. Keeping that in. <laughs> I know that. He was the. That's such a fake name, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> what was he? The, I watched that film about him as well. Um, um, whatever their kind of uh, in de- deputies called. Yeah, can't remember. Dick uh, Clark. Dick Clark. That's it. Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. Yeah. Dick Cheney is a faker name. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I suppose Although so. Clark's more common. So. So I don't really know, know what your point is. No, me neither. But yeah, so Monica and Ross have been fans of this show since they were kids. Yes. And um, Janine's got a part and then she says, oh, why don't you come along? Because they're such massive fans. And she also asks Joey along as well. Yeah. Um, So the four of them go along to the recording of the show. Yes. And I love how excited Monica and Ross are. Yeah. Like, so excited that they get to go. And they make lots of references to making their parents jealous. Yes, and I love those bits. Yeah. And they sort of revert back to being sort of kids. And I really like seeing them together. So is that one of the reasons why you've picked this as your moniker episode? I think so, because they're just... We've sort of mentioned it before, how we don't... You don't really see much of them as being siblings. No. And... Well, your theory is that, that Ross isn't a very good brother to her. What? Well, no, I that was a theory in that episode. In uh, you had it in a, another episode as well. We carried it through to another uh, episode. I mean, I don't, I would say not in general, mm. but I think you think they're has, quite distant. I wouldn't say no distant because they're obviously in a friend group. I know, but I mean, I as siblings, they're more. I guess because they're in a friend group, it's more. It's a sort of different dynamic, and you don't have that sort of sibling dynamic as much like you just see them as being friends like monica's a friend with joey yeah that kind of thing yeah i sometimes forget oh yeah and the friends say that as well they say sometimes yeah they say things or whatever where they've forgotten Mm. that they're siblings yeah so but not close to siblings is kind of um, uh, I know, I don't, re- I don't really think not close. Right. You're sort of pushing that onto me. Okay. Well, what was your I point? Think... You definitely had a point about that. And uh, my point was more like, I guess it's a different, they have a different dynamic mm. than maybe you would associate with siblings. 
And you see the sibling thing coming out in episodes, but in general, it's just... I don't know. Right. Do you get what I mean? Um, Sort of. Sort of. But this one, they are back yeah. to... And I think the sort of childishness of them... Yeah. Um, I think it's really cute. Yeah. And how they're both just really excited. And I ha- like how... Um, so there's a bit where... Uh, they sort of when they're at the party and the director sort of telling them what's happening. Yeah. And Ross says, sort of makes a joke and says, oh, so when is this airing? Yeah. And sort of Monica laughs long. Yeah. And I think normally they she'd find that joke lame. Yeah. Not because it's one of Ross's sort of lame jokes. But like in this, like she's sort of laughing. That's true. They're very similar in this. They've got the the, yes. uh, the same kind of vibe. Um, and also what I noted was... Um, what we said about with the one with Unagi is that Ross has got this lack of self-awareness mm. and like gets really into things and is totally unaware that everyone else thinks it's really late. Yeah. And in this one, he brings Monica with him. Yes. So it's the same kind of thing. Well, we haven't really explained the, the kind of what happens. Yeah. But, um, basically, they do a dance routine. Yes. And so Monica says, uh, we should stick to the routine. We don't want to look stupid. And it's that kind of lack of self-awareness <laughs> yeah, that we yeah. mentioned about Ross. And Monica's totally got that in this episode as well. Yeah, that's a really good way of describing it. That sort of... And I guess, yeah, it's that sort of childishness where you don't have that awareness. Yeah. You're sort of just in, like, liking what you like. Yeah. You don't really care what other people think. Or, You're like, not even you aware. Yeah, it's not yeah. even aware. Yeah, and I really like them both like this. I like Monica like this. Yeah. Because that sort of neurotic Monica, competitive Monica, I find sometimes quite grating. Yeah. Whereas this, she's quite sort of childish and like fun. And I, yeah. Yeah, I like that Monica. And the fact that they sort of, um, sort of says, you know, if we don't get on the screen, if we don't get on the show, um like our parents are all like we try we made them really jealous about the fact we're here yeah and if we don't get on the screen we'll be the losers i know i love that line because <laughs> i love that line and she sort of says oh who will be losers then yeah and it's sort of insinuation that the part of them making jealous was saying they were lo- like yeah their parents are losers because they were the show. <laughs> yeah. but then um now ross and monica are going to be losers yeah and they're not going to be on it either yeah it's so funny i really like that just say so, yeah that kind of I love the fact they keep sort of bringing their parents into it. Yeah. They're going to be really jealous about this. (laughs) So, yeah, the idea is that they're now at this party thing and it's being filmed in a room of, what, 30 people? Yeah, hardly. They're worried they're not going to get on the (laughs) screen. So they've got podiums and they think that the people on the podiums are more likely to get filmed. Yes, yeah. Because there's a sort of cameraman going around and keeps kind of avoiding Ross and Monica. Yeah. So Ross and Monica are dancing together. Janine and Joey are initially dancing together. And yeah, so they de- Ross and Monica are desperate to get on yes. the show. So they decide they're going to have to go Into route the one. Routine. So they have to do the routine, which is what they did in eighth grade. Yeah, really good. And they just go into it, don't they? Yeah. I like that bit before, as you're saying, like they sort of trying to get on the camera and the sort of dancing yeah and they saw the, ca- the camera coming their way and yeah Ross says to monica i'll just stay loose 
and they both then when they're sort of they're already dancing quite loosely yeah but when he says that they suddenly go into sort of like a slight routine where they're sort of clicking at the same time yeah moving their arms at the same <laughs> way and just like really sort of stilted dancing i love that it's kind of like when you're dancing at a person you're going Woo-hoo! yeah exactly you're sort of moving your arms in a really unnatural <laughs> yeah. way but not really in rhythm yeah and then every time the camera sort of turns his back to them, every time yes. they try and do something. And Monica does a really good bit where she sort of, she sort of dances round in a circle to sort of always be facing the camera. Yeah. And doing the sort of awkward dance. <laughs> it's sort of a nice bit of physical comedy for that. It's really good. So yeah, they decide to get on the podium. They need to do a routine. Yeah. And then yeah, they sort of clear an area mm-hmm. and uh, just go for it. They go for it. And, you know, they have, they say Monica has some reservations, but Ross says to her, oh, they had an honourable mention in the brother-sister dance category. Yeah. I love that. I love that because also that's the lack of self-awareness again. It's like, it's just an honourable mention (laughs) because how many brother and sister dances are there? Yeah, that's so, that's all right if you think that's really good. That's very clever. They, yeah, they don't say, oh, we came first or second. Yeah. Honourable mention. Honourable mention. And you say, yeah, there's probably only four in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they had first, second, third. On the wrong mention. Yeah. Uh, even, yeah, not even sure there'd be that many, would there? <laughs> Brothers and sisters willing to dance together. <laughs> so, yeah, the routine. It's hard. You can't even describe no, it. You can't You're just going to have to watch it. Just, just YouTube if you haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. It is amazing. Um, yeah, just all the moves. Yeah. That you can't even describe. My favourite move, that the one I've tried to write down, is yeah. uh, where they get hold of their foot. So one hand grabs yeah. their foot, yeah. puts the other hand on the back of their head and sort of, like, <laughs> hops around. So, yeah, moving their sort of thigh yeah. up, and, up and down. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to explain, but, yeah, that's a great move. Uh, it's really good. And um, I know you've chosen this as a Monica episode, but... You cannot beat David Schwimmer on this dance good. move. But this is the thing, right? Because I knew when I picked this, the root it is because of the routine. Yeah. Like that is that is such a good and it's one of those I think it's one of the best moments in Friends. Yeah. Full stop. It's like the David Brent um, office is, dance. Yeah. There's something about a dance or um Napoleon Dynamite, have you seen that? No. Where does a dance the end? Your favourite film? One, one of your favourite films. One of my favourite films. I have watched it in years. <laughs> Asterix. <so. laughs> it might have dated. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he does the dance routine. I think there's something about a dance routine yeah. that's so good. Yeah. It really sticks in your head. Definitely. But I knew choosing this that the risk is that obviously part of it is David Schwimmer. Yeah. And he's so good at physical comedy. Yeah. And I think the fear is that he overshadows Courtney Cox. Yeah. So when I was watching it this time, I tried... It's very hard not to watch the show, oh, yeah. but I really tried not to. I tried to watch Courtney, and yeah. she's really good in this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think it's a bit of a shame, really. Yeah. Um, because, well, a shame for, for Monica. Yeah. Because you are sort of watching Ross. I know, because I also thought halfway through the routine, I thought, this is supposed to be Monica's episode. I'm going to try and watch her. It's so hard. My eyes are just drawn back to David Schwimmer. And I think it's because he does such good facial expression. It's the facial expression. It's the kind of really mock serious. But also, I don't know, it's just the the way he does it is so good. Like, really... 
like serious and his head sort of stays straight and yeah oh it's brilliant and i guess courtney is well not obviously but she is a better dancer yeah than, than david and i think her is actually very slick and it even though it is naff moves yeah. she does it very well whereas i guess he's a bit more stilted which actually works yeah well in this i just even think he does it's just well. his head like yeah the, his look on his face when he's doing it's like the bit where so they sort of good. kick their legs legs together and then sort of do like arms <laughs> up movement. yeah sort of a chicken chicken movement, sort of chicken movement. and cross each other yeah i love i love i'm gonna say that. i love that moment <laughs> they sort of cross each other yeah. it's really it's really good i just yeah yeah, I really tried, but I failed to kind of keep my eye on Monica. Just a brilliant routine, yeah. isn't it? And uh, they both need each other. Yeah, true. And then they do, uh, so Monica jumps into Ross's, Ross's arms, arms in the yeah. end. And I like the end of the routine. They sort of go over to the director. Yeah. And the sort of saunter over and Ross is a sort of weird sort of head. head. That head kind of scooping. Kind really of smug head yeah. scooping. And Monica sort of clicks. Yeah. Sort of clicking at him, sort of <laughs> clicking at um, hands alternately. Yeah. And just like how, yeah, again, no self awareness. Yeah. Yeah. We've we nailed that. Yeah, exactly. We definitely that have is, a podium. That is definitely their look. We nailed it. So then they, they well, you keep calling him a director. I think he's more of a floor manager. Oh, I suppose so, maybe. Uh, so the floor manager then sort of says, um, yeah, go up and do that, exactly that on the podium. And they're like, yes, <laughs> got it. And then he aside to the cameraman and says, um, make sure you get that for the blooper reel. Yeah, that's what makes you think he's a director. Because I don't mm. think that's a floor manager's. Say, he, just like, so. he looks like a floor manager because he's got that sort of headset yeah. on. Yeah. I feel like a director yeah. would be up in the gallery. Well, it depends how hands-on he is. Yeah, I suppose so. Just, I think, I think it was the headset that made me think he was more of a floor manager. So, well, the bit that annoyed me about this was, so they go yeah. up on the podium, and then he said, and then immediately, yeah. floor manager stroke director says, um, right, we're going to do the midnight bit now. Yeah, countdown. Then after that, so then they do the bit for midnight, and he calls cut just before midnight because that's the bit there when they go to Times Square. Yeah. And then says that's a wrap. So pointless. I know. Um, but you ca- I, this is the first time I think I've noticed it. You can see them dancing in the background when he's doing all that that's a rap bit and you can see Monica and oh, Ross sort of moving behind oh. on the podium. And then I found out that in the uncut version, yeah. they do carry on dancing even though everyone's leaving. Oh. But it's, and it still annoys me the fact that he said, oh, film that and then that's it and then they get and then immediately sort of forgets that yeah but it does it gets a reference i thought the same thing but it gets referenced later on doesn't it because i think either monica ross says oh i can't believe they cut us out yeah that's it like yeah that. they call cut before yeah, we had yeah. time to do it but yeah but that's still like well, why did yeah. he say go up in the podium and do it for the blooper reel if they're not going to film it annoying yeah it is annoying <laughs> But yeah, that's the bit when, um, so when they say that, that's a bit when they're back in uh, Chandler and Monica's apartment and they're telling everyone about it. Yeah. And is it Rachel says, I can't believe you did the routine from the eighth grade. Yes, that's right. And then they talk about the ending and oh, it was, was it Monica says, oh, it was clever of you to change the ending yes. or something. Yeah. So the ending at being in that um, Monica lands in Ross's arms. Yeah. 
So the idea is that when they did it in the eighth grade, it was the other way around. Ross landed in Monica's yeah, arms. <laughs> really like that. Nice. And then they kind of say, oh, yeah, you won't be able to do that now. <laughs> and so Monica's competitiveness comes back yes, now. Yes, that is true. That's and she's true. like, well, of course I can do it. I'm strong. I can do it. And so they go and do it. And Ross <laughs> leaps towards her. Monica moves out of the way and goes, I can't do it. Oh, Ross falls into the bedroom. That's really good. Um, do you know what that reminded me of? Is it us? Yeah. Yes. When we tried to do the... Dirty dancing. Dirty dancing thing. But we hadn't told each other which one was going to be the one that no, dived into each other's no. arms. I mean, not that I think we could have done it anyway. No, we obviously couldn't. No. I mean, a lot of alcohol had been... Had been had. ...consumed. Um, it was my 30th birthday, yeah. so that's fair enough. We fell on um, flagstones. Yeah, it could have been quite a serious injury. Near some steps, and we yeah. could have cracked our heads open. Yeah. Did I just sort of run at you, and you yeah. were ready? <laughs> I think uh, the joke was I was supposed to be running at you. Right. And you were supposed to catch me. Yeah. And it's funny, because it would be like the Ross and Monica yeah. thing, because you're smaller than me. But then... Um, yeah, you sort of ran at me and it wasn't really Yeah, because that's only the joke in your head, because in my yeah. head, I was coming at you. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I get that. So I just launched myself on you and you went there to catch me. <laughs> Whereas I think I probably could have yeah. caught you. Wow. I know. Maybe. And we couldn't have lifted you You couldn't have lifted me. Yeah. <laughs> lifted no. me above your head. No. <laughs> I admit. <laughs> me saying I'm bigger than you makes you sound like a whale. Yeah, you are. <laughs> just want to clarify. Just want to clarify that actually you're tiny short. <laughs> you're a few inches shorter than me. <laughs> yeah, crucial inches. <laughs> so. The other thing is, we sort of skip past, is that Janine and Joey are there. Yes. So, Joey initially, when Janine invites him, I keep getting really paranoid that I'm saying Janice now. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll flag it. Yeah. <laughs> when Janine invites him, Joey thinks it's a date. Yes. And the girls sort of say, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie, mm. I don't think it is a date type thing. But So, he goes, well, it's like a New Year's party, so I'll go in for the kiss. Yeah. And what if he... So, if it goes well great great but if it doesn't blame it on new year's yeah um so that's what he's gone in with yeah and so when they get to the party they're dancing together everything's great but then the um director stroke floor manager says <laughs> um actually you're dancing with this girl scary dancing girl yeah and janine you're dancing with tall guy and yeah. says one of our favorite ever lines tall guy raise your hand <laughs> Yeah, we love that. Which we say quite a lot in our daily life. All right, <laughs> <laughs> raise your hand. Don't know why that captured our imagination. I know, but... yeah, it's weird that some lines just stick with you, yeah. isn't it? All right, raise Tall your guy. hand. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Joey's then annoyed because he can't be with Janine and do the kiss at midnight. Yeah, brought in a few sub-characters there. Yeah, tall guy. Tall guy. Dancing girl doesn't get to say anything. No, she just dances. Crazily. Can we include a sub character if they don't say anything? Um, I think she makes enough impact about dancing. Okay, we'll include her then. Um, Tall guy does say something because oh, yes, yeah. Joey meets him then in the toilets and says, "Look, I came with her. Is there any chance you want to swap?" Yeah. And Tall guy says, um, "Are you dating?" 
Mm-hmm. Joey says no, so tall guy says fair cop, he yeah. can go for her even though he's got a wife at home. Yeah, he mentions he's oh I think I brought my wife I was gonna bring my wife along or yeah. like that. So tall guy, not a very nice sub character. No. Also, is tall guy tall? I mean he's tall compared to Joey. He's not that much then... taller than Joey, and I don't I don't really imagine Joey is very tall. No, I don't think he is that tall. I just to be identified as tall, tall guy, raise your hand. Yeah. He just I didn't, didn't look that tall to me. Actually. Hmm, interesting. He just didn't seem much taller than um, Joey. Perhaps he just got an imposing figure. Maybe. He was quite broad, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So then Joey comes up with this plan of splashing water on his crotch, <laughs> on the tall guy's crotch, so because he's got very pale trousers on. Yeah. So it looks like he's weed himself. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so that when yeah, he tells the floor manager, Joey gets his answer with Janine again. Yes, there he comes. The tall guy comes back out and sort of complains because Joey's now dancing with Janine. Mm. And Joey says, so it points out to the director slash floor manager, <laughs> look, this guy's wet his pants. Look at his pants; it's all wet. And so yeah, yeah, floor manager says, get out of here. Yeah, to the tall guy. Yeah, and I like um, Joey's line. He says, yeah, take a hike, wet pants. <laughs> I might be afraid to take a hike. Yeah. And also when he's when he does it, when Joey does it to the tall guy, tall guy says, what are you in kindergarten? And he says, oh, I'm not the one that's wet my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it ends up with Joey dancing with Janine and uh, he gets to kiss her at midnight. No, he goes to kiss her at midnight. Mm-hmm. They do three, two, one, and then the director's straight floor manager shouts, cut. Yeah. And maybe he's a director. He just gets, gets to say cut. Oh, yeah. Um, the classic. He doesn't have a clapperboard, though. No. Because <laughs> uh, that's when they go to Times Square, so that's it. Joey doesn't get to kiss her. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Um, and then they go back. To the apartment. Yeah, yeah. Joey's apartment, and he, um, they say, was it Janine that brings it up and says, Yeah, she brings it up. Felt like I wanted to kiss you or something. Yeah. I sort of lost interest because I'm not really yeah, interested in that storyline. <laughs> <laughs> you always sound like you lost interest, yeah. and I don't blame you. Just trying to cover it to go, yeah, yeah, we covered all the bases, but basically they kiss. Yeah, so they, they kiss. go, Oh, yeah, I wanted to kiss. Yeah, I did too. Kiss. And well, you go, Jerry goes three, two, one. No, so Janine. Oh. Janine. Sorry. Yeah, then he said Janice again. Janine says three, two, one, kiss. Yeah. And then Joey says, Do you want to kiss again when they've talked about it? And so then Joey does three, two, one. Janine says, You don't need to count down every time. And Joey is quite sweet, says, I Yeah. Sp- okay, but I kind of feel like I needed a couple of seconds. Yeah, I know. It was quite a sweet line. And then they do, and then they bring up old Lang Syne. Yes, yeah, so the jazzy music. version. Yeah. Like um, kind of rocky. But yeah. Kind of rocky version. Um, which is quite nice while they're kissing. Thought, oh, yeah, it felt quite festive at that point. Um, yeah, I didn't really think um, Americans went in for old Lang Syne. No. But maybe they do. Well, clearly. Clearly. Clearly they do. Yeah, how much they... Well, I suppose they do do New Year quite a bit. Yeah, but um, Old Land Zion is like a, a Scottish thing, isn't it? Yeah. Guess it travelled over. Yeah, I mean, it's they're, they're not quite as into their Scottish heritage as the Irish one, but they no. still like it. That's kind of a second fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> they like anything. Literally. Well, it's because they've got no history, isn't it? So they, so they like a bit of... Grab onto anything. Grab onto some history. 
we forgot to say at the party, another one of our favourite lines that we mention quite a lot, yeah. that we do in our own life, mm. is when the director stroke floor manager shouts cut, yeah. and Joey goes, no, because... He hasn't got to kiss her. Oh, yeah. And then he has to turn it to Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. And we always say that. Happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even notice that that time. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What do you think of the director-stroke floor manager as, your, as a sub-character? Yeah, because he's the only one left, isn't he, in this episode? Um, unforgettable. Yeah, that's what you are. Unforgettable. <laughs> yeah, I suppose he does his job. Yeah, it's quite sort of funny that kind of cutting camp. It's quite funny. I couldn't really tell you much about him. No. I sort of phase him out a little bit. So when they're sort of, I can't remember what stage it is, but at some point Joey says something about, oh, I guess we know how 2000 goes off. Is it when he gets back to the apartment? Yes, that's right. And he says, oh, I suppose there's no need for that Y2K panic. Yes, blast from the past. Yeah, so that's a bit of a nineties uh, border two thousand reference. Yeah, it is. Because that was a big thing. Yeah, everyone was. What did they think was going to happen? All the computers were basically going. To... Well, they said that computers weren't programmed with those dates or something. Oh yeah, that's right. And it'd get confused when it had to go to zero zero. Yeah. Zero at the end. In the end, it, they weren't confused. No. Wait, I remember when we like in um 2000 and obviously you get like australia first and then yes china and then yeah. sort of the middle east and so you we had throughout the day like the news channel on um just basically they were all prepared they got all these maps <laughs> of where things were going down and it's like yes, and they had like that. oh there's like a power cut in china but that's could be just a normal power <laughs> cut <laughs> yeah and they had sort of like amber amber warning signs on the map yeah like, yeah oh, power cut here yeah or, some computers went a bit fuzzy here. Yeah. And it all could be explained by just normal behaviour. Yeah, exactly. And But they put all this effort into <laughs> it and nothing happened. So Joe was right. Yeah. Nothing did happen. So funny. And they sent, uh, the, our government sent a leaflet round what to do about the Millennium Bug. Oh, what did we have to do? Um, panic? Yeah, I think it was, I can't really remember. I've still got it though. Have you? As an artefact. Oh. Like a yellow leaflet with, um, yeah. I don't know. I can't even remember what it was. Presumably, what sort of things that might happen? Mm. Like you might have a power cut. So, well, our mum had prepared. Oh, of course. So she had a Millennium cupboard. Yeah, I which, forgot that was why. Yeah, so we still to this day got a Millennium cupboard, and she bought a whole load of sort of sources. Yeah. <laughs> because in the new Millennium, you wouldn't get be able to get access to sources. Yeah. So it's basically just a Welsh dresser thing and it had uh cupboards full of yeah tin goods cupboards at the bottom yeah but as you say mainly a lot of but not even tin goods so it's not even like the stuff that you're supposed to save for the apocalypse like you know tinned fruit and you know things tin beans beans beans, things that will sustain you it was literally just like sauces for that you need to put with chicken yeah i was gonna say those chicken sauces (laughs) in Um, case you know the co-op went Haywire, and she couldn't get her hands on some Norfolk chicken for a while. Yeah, Norfolk chicken <laughs> Norfolk chicken. So they, these days, Millennium Cupboard is just an overflow of things. Like, if yeah. she buys t- packs of tea on offer, they go in the Millennium Cupboard. Yeah, but we still call it yeah. Millennium Cupboard. So if you need a toilet roll, look in the Millennium Cupboard. Tissues. Millennium Tissues and whatever, yeah. 
Um, yeah, and then so we had a millennium party, didn't we, back at home? We did. We had to come in fancy dress. You went as the millennium bug. I came as the millennium bug. Yeah. I had a long t-shirt from New Look with kind of computery type writing on. Nice. Um, stuck a floppy disk on me. Yeah. And they had sort of like ear those yeah, sort of funny ear like things. Boppers dealy boppers. Things. Yeah. Not quite sure how that. Oh, the bug. Because there's yes, a bug. Yes. Yeah. Sort of antennae. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. What did you come as? <laughs> Yeah, you set me up for that, haven't you? <laughs> Can't remember. Why did you come uh, It's not. It's pretty bad because it wasn't even one error. If you remember. Well, just te- just tell me well, why you came out for this year. Oh, it's the same year. Yes, it's the same year. Okay, yeah. Double whammy. So everyone, I. I from the UK. This won't make anything to you, yeah. but. I really loved Rolf Harris. <laughs> yeah. Really. I think I know him in Australia. Oh, yeah, true. As a child. Yeah. I might add. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Making it worse. Anyway, anyway. I really loved Rolf Harris. Loved him on, um, what's that thing? Animal Hospital. Yeah. So everyone sort of knew I was going to come as him. Yeah, everyone made a big thing. And yeah. Oh, she's obviously going to come as that. And also we had an Australian hat. Yes. And you had a koala. So we'd already, in our minds, made up your costume. Yeah. And I did come as that. Yeah. But I then stripped it off. Yeah. And underneath... A reveal of like, oh, you knew I was going to come as this. Oh, uh, well, actually... Yeah. And then I was Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not sure of the histories of um, Rolf Harris and Michael Jackson, look that up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're, no, you probably know Michael Jackson, yeah. so then you can probably work out what <laughs> Rolf Harris's history is as well. Let's just say. Let's just say. It was an unfortunate combo. <laughs> yeah. Good way to bring in the new millennium, eh? Yeah. Well, we didn't know back then. To be fair. Well, maybe you made a prediction. Maybe I did. Yeah. Actually, you might have known about. Michael Jackson, I don't know. Well, people claim they still don't know about it. Mm, true. But yeah, I think also we probably could have guessed you were going to come as Michael Jackson as well because you had quite a thing. Like you got that year, you got the Michael Jackson doll. Yeah, I did. So you came like you so you turned into like a white shirt. Yeah. So I was wearing. And you held a Michael Jackson doll. That wasn't just it. So <laughs> Ralph Harris liked to have a sort of um, denim shirt. Yeah. That was sort of his look. So I took off the denim shirt and yeah. underneath was the sort of white t-shirt with a white shirt. Yeah. Black trousers, black yeah. jeans, whatever. And you had your hair sort of in like the Michael Jackson style. Yeah. So did you just hide it with the Australian hat? Yes, I think it's hidden under the Australian hat. And then, yeah, my hair was sort of tied back with those sort of... Um, two strands. Two strands, like you had in the sort of... Um, what was that one where he's with the trees holding on? Uh... uh... Uh, song. Uh, song. That kind of vibe going mm. on. Did you have your choker on as well? Uh, maybe. Although I don't know why, because I don't remember him. Really oh no! Actually, there. I think I think what I'm remembering is a picture of you, and actually you've got Dad's bow tie on, and oh. this is later on you borrowed <laughs> the bow tie. <laughs> yeah, because he came as James, James Bond. Bond. <laughs> easiest, classic. Easiest Just put a tax on. I think oh. Mum was quite annoyed about that. Cause she put quite a lot of work into yeah, her costume. She had done loads of work. 
What did she come as? Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. It was quite good. It was amazing. <laughs> she made a lightsaber and everything. She made boots. Oh yes. And made a lightsaber with sort of tin foil. And then a little plait. Oh yeah. She made a little plait. <laughs> came out of the end of her hair. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, if you just turn up your tux, that's annoying. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I think he did have a martini in his hand as well. <laughs> yeah. He's gone uh, what an effort! What an effort! So Y2K passed off with no problems. We yeah. had, a, I think we had a li- the lights dimmed maybe for half a second. That was it. Oh really? Yeah. It was probably again just normal. Just because everyone was like doing everything. Oh yeah. At the probably, same time. Yeah. So it seems like yeah. That I mean, uh, that shows you sort of aging, doesn't it? Like how young you were then, and <laughs> the friends' characters were sort of. Yeah, yeah. In their 30s. I guess that's time. Time, <laughs> time in it. Classic time. It's always doing that kind of stuff. Doesn't stop, does it? One last thing to add, though. We talked about this, I think, last episode, and yeah. we talked about it in a previous episode. Yeah. Thoughts in the head. Hearing people's thoughts in their head. Oh. Happened again with Joey. I didn't even pick up on that. So, um, when it came down they were counting down yeah was counting down you could oh. hear him thinking sort of psyching himself up yeah thinking okay this is it and you could hear everyone counting down and he's sort of talking to himself in his oh. head but we can hear it oh that's good well noticed yeah yeah this obviously happens quite a lot yeah i just hadn't until we mentioned it thought about it yeah interesting yeah it's a final thought So shall we do best bits and best friends? I mean, I, as I said earlier, I've sort of covered all my best bits in the sort of Phoebe, Rachel, Chandler storyline. So I can save you time, ladies. I'm right here. When Phoebe finds a shoe, ooh, who's it for? Whatever, Linus. We could just follow your clever jokes. <laughs> joke after joke. Joke after joke. Um, so they're all my best bits. I don't have any more best bits that I haven't mentioned. Have you got any? Oh, wow. All your best bits were just in that story. Yeah, line. well, apart from Tall Guy Raise Your Hand and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, yeah, I think I've we've done all mine. Um, yeah, the ones you said. Um, yeah, just the mention of the ass. Yeah. That's really good. As I said, yeah, I love that bit about the duck going to the garbage. And Chandler wondering if that's what um, Monica got him. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just love Monica's sort of saying about getting mum and dad jealous. Yeah. Is there anything more you want to say about the Monica aspect of this or do you just want to go into best friend? I think let's just go into best I sort of had... I, I said my piece. Okay. I said my piece. You said you've done your bit. Who, I can't remember who goes first when it's your episode. I think... You should go first. Okay. Right. I'll go first then. This is is the hardest one for a good reason. I think this is the hardest one I've faced because I don't know who to pick because of good reasons. Yeah. Rachel and Phoebe, great. Yeah, really good. Chandler's good in this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ross, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Only because of the routine. Joey, I'm not including. Not much of a storyline, really. Um... Monica, I don't think I don't think she's good enough compared to the rest of them. 
<sighs> so difficult. I don't think Chandler, he's good. But I don't think he can be best friend. It's really hard to separate Rachel and Phoebe, though. Um, but can you say no? It's the thing of, like, what's better? Is it better the physical humour of mm. Ross? Or is it better Rachel and Phoebe's quips? But if I can't separate Rachel and Phoebe, do I like Ross earlier in the episode? Or do I, you know, do I like him apart from the routine? Oh, uh, okay, I'm going to say Ross. Do we do score now or do we do that afterwards? No, you've got to say your okay, person. Fine. Oh, this is really difficult. What my thing is, is I don't know. You're going to say this is not a good reason. But I don't know if Monica has shone in any other episode as much as this one for me. Mm. That's not the best friend of this episode, though, is it? I haven't finished, <laughs> finished yet. yet. I really liked her in this episode. And Good. I like how fun she is. I like this side of Monica. And one of the ones I was sort of thinking of where I thought Monica was really good was the one where she gets drunk. Yeah. And I really like Monica like that. That sort of, again, like this, where she's quite childish and just like having fun mm. and not being so typically Monica yeah and I guess that drunk one is the same sort of thing yeah but she was only drunk in that tiny bit because that's the one with all the birthdays yeah so I feel really I feel really bad because I think (laughs) I think this is her only chance for me oh no it might not be there might be something you've forgotten about but she she is really good in it and I think it's a shame with the routine that Ross, I don't, I don't think you can pick if you if the routine is what you like. Yeah. Then you shouldn't really pick one over the other because together they make it good. Mm, I disagree. I think if you saw Ross doing that on his own, because I only watched him. Yeah, but that's the thing. You didn't give Monica a chance. Mm, I think if he'd done it on his own, he'd still love it. But I think you would love it if Monica did it on her own. Mm. It's just the look on his face. I know, but she was doing good looks too. He just weren't looking. <laughs> oh, uh, it's your choice. I know, but you make me feel bad. I don't. I think yeah, everyone else apart from Joey. Joey is really boring in this. Oh, he has a couple of good lines, but um, Chandler, Phoebe, and Rachel are really, as you said, really, really good. Mm. Love those guys together. Um, Phoebe and Rachel in particular but again I can't really um, separate them too much it's hard to know which one had the best lines maybe Phoebe slightly I think maybe Rachel slightly oh do you? yeah whatever Linus is just one of my (laughs) favourite I'm oh no I don't know what to do I quite need the toilet so (laughs) Hurry up and make a decision. <laughs> well, say what's in your heart. Good. That's good for everyone to know. Oh, well, yeah. Am I allowed to have two best friends? No. That's the point of a best friend. Oh, but what if... Oh. No, because I, had to choose, I didn't choose Rachel and Phoebe, even though I think they might be better than Ross. Right, okay, fine. Because I don't think... I don't think it's fair that Ross should 
get all the credit for the routine. Okay. I'm going to choose Phoebe. Oh, right. <laughs> Not Monica, then. <laughs> well, no, because it's... I don't know. It's difficult. Phoebe. Yeah. Well done, yeah. Phoebe. Phoebe and... Who did I choose? Ross. <laughs> you see, can't even remember. The usual suspects. Okay, would you like to give it a score? I suppose so. This is going to be difficult. Yeah, very. Uh, would you like to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay. If you want. Go ahead. I love this episode. Oh, that's nice. Really? Oh, oh you found <laughs> oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah, it's nice for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice for me. <laughs> um, I know Joey isn't the best in this, but he isn't in it that much, and he's fine. And also, not... it's not like a separate storyline. I think before yeah. where you've seen... Um, like uh, was it the one with Unagi where he's got that other sort of separate on his own yes, storyline? I don't yeah. really like that. At least with this one, he's kind of with other people. Yeah, and yes, Janine's a bit annoying, but again, she's not really in it very much. Yeah, love uh Monica and Ross together. Yeah, love seeing them in that fun, childish way. Mm-hmm. That siblingness coming out. And I love Chandler, Phoebe and Rachel together. Yeah. Great partnership. So I'm looking back. I gave Unagi 4.75. And I do really love that episode. But what do I think about it compared to this? I think I like it more. Really? Yeah. Oh. How are you going to score it then? I think I'm going to have a five. Five? Wow. I just... One of your best eps. I know. Hmm. I originally thought I was going to go 4.75, same as Yunagi, but then I, yeah, I just like all, all those storylines. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, as you say, the fact that there's only two storylines helps it be better, so there's not so many things to follow. Yeah. I think it's back to uh, when we said originally, all oh, the best ones are always the ones where the friends are together. I think this almost follows the same lines, but just one step down, and there's two yes. separate yeah. camps, but they're still... Not in couples. No, yes. They're still, yeah, yeah sort of interacting sort of as a group. Um, okay, five. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll have to, at one stage, go through all our fives and see... Yeah, that's true. ...what the best ones are. I think also just the, the fact that we couldn't tell... Both of us couldn't really pick between so many characters yeah. being good... True. I think shows how good an episode yeah. is. Yeah. I, I do think it's a really good episode. Um, I think there's some funny lines. I don't think it's one of my f- all-time favourites, but I think it's quite high. I don't like it as much as Unagi, uh, which I did 4.75, but I do like it more than the one with the proposal, which I scored 4. So I'm going to go 4.25 for oh, this. Oh, slower than I thought. Well, I liked it. I just didn't think it was... I wouldn't think I was, I don't know, laughing out loud that much. Mm. Um, maybe it's just because of one I've seen more yeah, than others. Yeah. And once you've sort of lost the initial thing, shock of that routine. Yeah, maybe. And I just don't like Janine. I always think that my score has got to be lowered if there's a character I don't like mm. in it. And she really brings it down for me. Yeah. I don't really like tall guy either. No, but I'm barely in it, so... No, but still you got to factor that in. Like, I couldn't give it a five. Right. <laughs> but you gave it 4.25. Yeah. So that's a whole 0.75 off. Yeah. To play with. 
So that, you know, I've only marked slightly little mark off for them. Right, okay. If you say so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so next time, as we said, um, will be a random episode. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that one. And in the meantime, you can catch us on the socials at pod underscore friends on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And uh, that's it from us. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye.